Hello! Welcome to Get a Trash, episode 312. Cheap Thrills! My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hey! How's it going, buddy? It's going alright. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Okay. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. Eric. Hanging in there. That's good. Yeah. Glad one of us is. Yeah. Uh, so what's new? Uh, not much. Not much at all. We watched a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. We watched uh, Cheap Thrills. Yes, we did. Uh, should be noted that once again we are uh, at your house. Mm-hmm. I, I guess this is now the new Gunner Trash <laughs> headquarters, and my phone is replacing all of my studio equipment. Huh? It's powerful. Uh, powerful phone you have. It is, I guess, pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. We'll return to the studio Don't at worry. some point, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of sickness going around. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom's been sick for a while, and uh, um, like you know, just every everybody's sick. Right. Yeah. And also, you know, when she's sick, she doesn't feel like dealing with your dog. Right. <laughs> and if you listen to our Christmas bonus episode, <laughs> you may find out why. Right. right. Yeah, sometimes she's a handful. She's actually sitting mere feet away from us now. And, oh, yeah. In perfect angel mode. Exactly. But our podcast goes on a while, so we'll see how that will, yeah. rolls out by the end. <laughs> I think if uh, we leave her alone for the most part, hopefully yeah, she'll, she'll stay there. As long as she doesn't smell or see or taste anything. Right, yeah. Or hear anything. <laughs> or what's the other one? Touch anything. Yeah, right. Uh, of course, this will be the time when your cat decides that uh, he's just going to start <laughs> wailing like at the wall for no reason. Right. Yeah, he does that sometimes. <laughs> he wall wails. Because <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while, so who knows? He's napping as well. Yeah. Everybody's asleep but us. Yeah. We're yeah. like we're like the Santa Claus of this situation. <laughs> we're just creeping along looking for cookies. <laughs> it's true. Uh. Yeah, how was your Christmas, by the way? Uh, it was all right. Yeah. I spent it with the, the family for the most part. Yeah. Watched a bunch of movies. And, uh, yeah, mostly uneventful. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yours? Yeah. Same. Just, uh, my mom, like I said, she's been sick, so, uh, I cooked some spaghetti for us. And, yeah. uh, my cousin came over and made some cookies. And, yeah. And it was yeah. pretty low key, but, that's nice. There's nothing wrong with a low key anything. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of low key, <laughs> cheap thrills. So this movie's a few years old. A couple years, 2013, I believe, okay. is when it came out. I had never heard of it until you uh, until you mentioned it. It's like a kind of a low budget. Movie. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had heard of it. Uh, because I remember, I think right when it came out initially, uh, the cast of the movie and the director uh, appeared on the podcast Doug Loves Movies. Oh, okay. And uh, so they talked about the movie a little bit. and uh, I had seen some of the cast in other movies before and uh, thought, well, I like those people. Mm-hmm. And this movie sounds like it could be worth watching. Mm-hmm. And then forgot about it up until like three weeks ago and i was like you know what i would like to see this movie yeah and why not right we've always liked cheap thrills indeed yeah 
Big Brother in the <laughs> no. holding company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Crumb album cover. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a dark comedy. It is, uh, I would say, a very dark comedy. Yeah. But there are definitely some laugh out loud moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it gets a little intense at times. It really does. I didn't expect that. I honestly didn't really know what it was about. Um, all I knew was that the dude from Anchorman, who I like, is in this movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, this will be funny. Will Ferrell. Yeah. No, no uh, what's his name? David Koechner. David Koechner, yeah. Yeah, I really like that guy. Oh, me too. And I've never seen him, uh, like, perform so well. Right. Like, like, he was he was amazing in this movie. He is definitely a revelation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I thought he was just like, oh, he's a funny dude. Sure. He's weird. But man, and he was funny in this movie, but he was intense <laughs> and like perfect in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like I, there was not a single scene where I was like, he's just a comedian trying too hard. Right. No. Like he was, he was pretty great. Oh, yeah. I think I want to say he was also in Thank You for Smoking. I haven't seen that one. Uh, and, you know, I mean, he has a very small role in that movie and it's not. Like, it's a comedy, like, pretty much straightforward comedy. Uh, I have seen that. I don't know. But uh, his role in it is not overtly, you know, comedic or anything. Right. So I knew he could do, you know, some certain things. But uh, wow, he gets creepy in this movie. Yeah? And not even, like, an overtly creepy no, way. No, yeah. It, it yeah, is, I don't even know if I would say creepy, more like... There's an intensity, though. Definitely an intensity, and, and a charming intensity. Yeah, yeah. Like, basically, you almost feel as if as if this guy... Okay, so the plot of the movie... Yeah, we should probably start there. Right. Is uh, our, our main character is uh, Greg, or Craig. I can't remember. I think it was Craig. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's a little down on his luck. Yeah, uh, he he lost his job and uh, he's got an eviction notice, and uh, his wife is unemployed. And he's got a young baby. He's got a very young baby, and uh, it's not a great scenario. No, no, it's not. And uh, he, through a a series of circumstances, winds up in the company of of uh, this gentleman and his wife, and uh, and an old buddy of his. And, uh, basically the rest of the movie is just a series of escalating bets. Uh, like challenges, if you will. Yeah. And I mean, they start off simply enough, like, Hey, I'll give you $200 if you go talk to that woman and get her to slap you. Yeah. And then it was from there. Yeah. It goes kind of downhill quick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you know, you're watching this and you're watching David Koechner as, as our our antagonist yeah, of sorts. Right? I know, right? Like, I'm kind of rooting <laughs> for him because he's not completely sadistic, but um, then, like, he, he, I mean, he's very relatable in ways. Right. Even yeah. though he's, like, you know, an insane millionaire. Right, right. Um. <laughs> But like he's got a certain charming exactly. charisma to him. It's like you're watching this and you're like, well, you know what? If I was hanging out with this guy, I'd probably do that for two hundred dollars, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'd shit in that guy's house for five hundred dollars. 
It was twelve hundred. Oh, was it twelve? Well, oh yeah. I would shit in anybody's house on the floor for twelve hundred dollars. Right. I'll do it right now. Yeah. It's your own house. Go for it. <laughs> I don't have the twelve hundred dollars, and that's the only thing keeping me from doing it. <laughs> you know what? I'd probably do it for fifty. <laughs> 50 bucks? 50 bucks. But not, not in my house. Not in your house, okay. no. Okay. I wouldn't be paying you $50 to <laughs> shit in my carpet. <laughs> that would be a little weird. You know, maybe I would try to be courteous and do it in, like, you know, one of the, the you know, linoleum. Oh, well, that'd forms. be good. Yeah, we do have that new uh, nice laminate in the kitchen. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, like uh, my parents' cats uh, have a tendency to, to vomit a lot. And when we can, we try to catch them and just make sure that they are on the hardwood floor. Oh, yeah. Because it is a pain in the ass to clean up out of carpet. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts off, it, it kind of starts off like, you know, this this is weird. This guy's down his luck, and then he's just ran into this guy. It's having him do, like, kind of, you know, jackass-style yeah, things. Yeah, pretty you much. Know? You're like, and you're like, ah, well, that's kind of funny. But, but you don't know where it's going exactly. But it just like kind of slowly turns a corner oh. into like a depraved area. Yep. Where you're like, well, this is weird, and then it gets super dark. Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. <laughs> and it just stays that way. But still, also at times hilarious. Yeah, yeah the comedy's peppered throughout. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's yeah. just oh yeah, and uh, the 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 main character, you know. Uh, he's at a bar, kind of drinking away his sorrows, and like he just happens to run into like an old high school buddy of his. And I don't know about you, but for me, you know, the way the movie plays out, like constantly, I'm thinking, is he on in on this? Exactly. Yeah, that's yes. what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. And then like an event happens, and you realize that nope, he is not. Yeah, they're in this together, and. Then sort of yeah, <laughs> it, or they're they're at least on the same page, right? Even yeah. playing field, because yeah, you're you do kind of see things from Craig's point of view for the entire movie, right? Like it starts with him, um, and you you kind of like are on his journey for a while, right? And then you're like, not... he, he's our hero, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your anti-hero, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a. And he's, he's doing horrible things for good reasons. Right. But I mean, yeah, like like we're we're definitely given the most to sympathize with for him. Yeah. But then, you know, when he starts doing, you know, terrible things. <laughs> it's you know, a little harder to, to keep that sympathy, but but we still have it more than we do with his friend. Right. It's, well, yeah, I think they did a great job of, you know, like the movie kind of opens with him basically like playing around with his baby and you're right. like, oh, he's a nice, nice guy. He's yeah. like a cool guy. And, and then I think it does a really great job of just those couple little scenes, um, you know, making you root for him and, and want him to do well. And right. even when he does start, it's kind of, it's kind of like Breaking Bad when, when Walter White started doing some bad things, you're like, well, he's. Kind of, I mean, he's doing it for a good reason. Right, yeah. But then it just eventually gets to a point where you're like, oh, he's man. He's just a villain. Yeah. 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 And this this maybe doesn't go quite as far. No. But it, like, but definitely it gets to dances that in that oh, yeah. room. Yeah. And it also does it in a much 
shorter time span. Right. Because at least with Breaking Bad, you know, you had seasons. Right. You know, to get to the point where you almost hated Walter. <laughs> right. And here you have two hours. Yeah, if that. It was <laughs> right. some short. An hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, it was a fast movie. Oh, yeah, very fast. Um, But, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's the cool thing, too. It's, it's you know, kind of a low-budget movie. There's not a lot of sets. There's, you know, like a couple, there's like a... Maybe uh, like three or four different locations. Right. And maybe like at the most a dozen speaking actors, you know? Oh, yeah. If, oh, yeah. If even that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, special effects are all pretty basic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's no you know, giant explosions or no. anything like that. You know, it's there's, like, there's some, some blood and maybe some. Yeah. Some puppetry or some some, some blood and uh, you know some squibs probably yeah, yeah squibs yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, it gets kind of bloody yeah it does yeah mostly Craig <laughs> right <laughs> man yeah it's it's a it's a cool movie it's I mean, a very cool movie yeah um it kind of makes you wonder though like. Would you do this? Right. If you and I were pitted. Because that's eventually what happens. Yeah. Is, is, uh, the friends are pitted against each other. Like, they, at first, yeah. they're kind of like, like you know. They're into it. And, yeah. You know, they're, well, sort of. But, you know, they're. There's a little competition, but it's more like, hey, who can finish this drink first? Exactly. Right. But then it gets down to, like. Yeah. When they realize the stakes of it. Yeah. It, it changes. And. Because uh, Keckner is. is an undescribed like millionaire, like they never really say. say yeah. They don't say what he is, but he clearly has a more money than he knows what to do with, right? And a wife that he can't seem to entertain, unless right. he because uh, it's her birthday. Yeah. So this entire event is uh, basically to entertain her for her birthday. Um. And yeah, they they don't really say where their money is coming from, but I get the feeling it's not from a very uh, a good place. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they are definitely well off. But yeah, they start pitting them against each other though for for the high high stakes, right? And that's that's when it kind of gets in the dark territory. Right? And then, yeah, it does make you wonder, like, would you and I wind up beating the shit out of each other for twenty five thousand dollars, right? <laughs> or you know whatever. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd like to think I would never would do that to anybody I care about, but right. but like. You know, if if the stakes are, you know, like your family's going to be out on the street, right? You know, there's that's kind of an incentive, yeah, yeah, to to do some to question your morals, you know, exactly. Uh, you know, but you know, even even going against that, you know, just for your own personal comfort to know that you would have that money, you know, oh yeah, and not have to worry about. You know, just everyday life, right. you know, whether it's a family or not, you know. Yeah. I mean. Like 10 years worth of your salary for, exactly. one, for one night of debauchery. Right. You know, how, you know, how could you pass that up? Maybe I would. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, you know, it's only towards the very end where the two guys are, like, actually sort of pitted against each other. Right. You know, because basically, like, everything escalates, but, you know, uh, like the, the our main character, Craig, is being evicted, and he needs, you know, $4,500 to, to pay his rent, mm -hmm. which also, man, thank God that uh, we don't live in 
somewhere like California I know. to pay that I was much trying in to rent. I was like, uh, how many months is that? <laughs> like, that's what I was trying to figure. It's like, surely that can't be one month for their, that little apartment. Right. Yeah, like, he must have owed, like, a back rent of six months or something. I would hope. You know? Yeah. Plus, you don't usually get an eviction notice if you're a month late, you know? I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But still, like, I know rent would be insane, but, Mm -hmm. man, $4,500. But he's, he's like, an oil change guy. He can't possibly make $4,500 a month. Not a, not, not even. Not even in California? Yeah. Um... Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's kind of like a, a failed writer, right. so we can kind of relate to him sure. as creative types who don't make a lot of money on our creations. Nope. Um, yeah, he's kind of a failed writer and he's uh, stuck working this oil change job and right. yeah, like, like you said earlier, he gets fired and he's in a situation where he's like, man, I gotta get out of this situation right. no, matter, no matter what. Yep. And you know, how could you pass that up? Right. It's and, like it fell in your lap. And he he gets, you know, one of his challenges, you know, Keckner offers to pay him, you know, the exact amount of money that he needs. Plus, he's already won a couple of the challenges before then. So he's got like $1,200. Right, yeah. And uh, he does it, and then he's like, all right, I'm undone, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. Uh, but then he shows up again, because... Just got to think of the future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm even now, but what I don't have a job. Right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that that's when things even get even darker. Yeah, it gets, I mean, yeah, because it takes a turn right before he leaves, and that's why he leaves. But once it takes that turn, it just is going downhill. Oh, yeah. and, and it's like the rest of that movie is just, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, Keckner, he seems like, like, he's got art everywhere, right. you know, all through the house, and it's like, he, you know, he seems like a, you know, he's obviously appreciates the finer things. Sure. Uh, but, you know, like. But like, also kind of trashy art. Yeah, Looks exactly. Like art, right, know? yeah. So, he's, he's obviously, uh, you know, doesn't mind throwing his money around for entertainment. Right. And, yeah, and we should, we should mention that, you know. To, to sort of give extra insight to his character. You know, his wife is probably like 30 years younger than him. <laughs> Violet, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or at least, at least 15 years younger than him. At the very least 15, <laughs> but I'm going to say more like 30. Because Kegner, I mean, he's like, he looks like he's like 45, 50. Say he's in his 50s. Yeah. And I would say she is in her 20s. You think? 20s. Oh, yes. I could see her passing for 30. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's clearly bored. She's, oh, yeah. Like, they don't really... There's a couple scenes where they, like, maybe hold hands, but right. it's, it seems like only after she's been really thrilled by... Something terrible. Something terrible. Right, right. yeah. Uh, and, of course, I kind of don't want to ruin it, but at the end, we sort of see, in the aftermath of, of everything, you know, what their actual purpose was, and it's... Horrifying, yeah. What it actually is, right? Uh, at least you know from our perspective, watching these two guys, you know, do all these terrible things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's in. It's like intense because it's funny and it's 
it's so quick. Like once it starts, it just that ball does not quit rolling. I mean, there's a couple of breathers, right? You know, where they're like figuring out their next challenge or whatever. But I mean, it's it's pretty intense, oh, and, yeah. and you're you're in for it. Like like halfway through the movie, I was like, you know, like this this there's not really like a lot of story going on. It's just like you know a lot of these things happening, right? But I'm so into it. Like I, you know, I'm not getting bored. You know, yeah. Yeah, it was very well written and acted. Indeed. Uh, the uh, the main cast, uh, or the main character, uh, played by Pat Healy. And the the wife, Violet, was played by Sarah Paxton. They were both in a movie that I watched a couple of years ago called The Innkeepers. Okay. Which is... It's a horror movie? It is a horror movie. It's a very subtle horror movie. And it's very slow. Man, it is so good. Really? Yeah. I think I remember you mentioning it when you saw it. Yeah. I've never checked it out. I know. I tried to get your, uh, I guess now, X, to, mm-hmm. to watch it. And, like, it took a while, I think, for her to actually watch it. But she finally did. And she was like, that was great. Mm-hmm. The Innkeeper. I would, yeah, I would watch it. Because both of those actors were great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and she doesn't have a ton of lines or anything in this movie. But, like, you know, just... What she does through like facial expression and mm. you know just body language is is pretty great. Subtle, yeah. Speaking of lines, there's a lot of cocaine use in this movie. There is quite a bit. Did it, did it make you want to trust? It, it kind of did for like because you know yeah we 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 went out to get like a burrito to bring back for the movie and I was like should I get a beer while we're out and I was like no I'm, I'm just gonna be clean and sober tonight you never know right. I mean I might need you know my my uh, attention, you know, like my mom was pretty sick, so right. Uh, but yeah, cocaine might have elevated my heightened my awareness exactly. Know? It made you alert, man. That's why I need to go. Yeah, when anyone's sick around me, I should just do <laughs> just a couple lines. Cocaine, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that I guess I should say that too. At the very beginning of the movie, when you first see David Keckner, he's in the same bathroom as uh Craig, yeah, and he's doing you know. Craig, David Keckner's character is doing a line of cocaine and he like drops his hundred dollar bill into the toilet yeah. that he's using to snort the coke. And uh, he leaves the bathroom and Craig, they don't actually show him pull the hundred dollar bill out of the toilet, right. but you know, he did. Oh, he had to. Have. Yeah. Because I mean, he walked out and he's like kind of shaking his hand a little bit, like right, there's right. water on it. Um, <laughs> and like, that's the start that like that little like nugget of a scene is like, it, it tells you what, it's a for, some foreshadowing, yeah, yeah. Like he yeah. will do anything for that guy's money, yep. and like he doesn't even know that yet. Like, right? Like they haven't even met yet. So that was that was kind of cool. I thought that was neat. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. it was it's, cool. It was very good. It was yeah. surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I I'd heard of this a couple years ago. You know, listening to a podcast and. You know, otherwise kind of forgot that it was around for a little bit, but uh, I, I did pretty much go into this not knowing, you know, anything other than the very basic premise. Right. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was good and, and just, yeah, dark and intense and at times hilarious. I'm always but, but uncomfortably hilarious. Mostly. Yeah. Like yeah. Especially, especially the latter half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm always impressed though when, um, you can tell filmmakers, you know, didn't have a lot of money, um, 
to you know to do crazy sets and scenes and camera work and things right. but they really pulled off just through the through the you know acting and the and the simplicity of a right. of the idea like, like it was a it was a really well done film i think that's you know uh, i'm going to relate you know a, a little bit of my own history here mm-hmm. Uh, oh, when you used to do cocaine and pay to people to do. Well, you, that's back when you were making mini comics and you had all that money. Exactly. You could uh, throw around your yep your I money like that. I don't have that money anymore, but actually, it is related to comics. Yeah. Uh, back in like 2000 or whatever, you know, my my friend and I were were making comics and uh, we started publishing you know our stuff on online and at the time that was like a very new thing mm-hmm. and. You know, I think we both had aspirations of, you know, you know, oh, we're going to make these giant epic tales and, you know, crazy page layouts and bada boom in your face (laughs) and everything. And at the time, you know, doing stuff online, it's like, well, that doesn't work, you know, (laughs) and uh, we would basically do just your simple three panel or four panel comic strip. Right. Or, you know, very like da 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 da. And that teaches you. That teaches you how to make comics. Oh yeah. And I think like with movies it's the same where, you know, the more simple you keep it if you can pull if you can make a basic movie and still make it riveting and, and entertaining, then you know then later on when you have like a huge budget or whatever, you can go crazy. And, like Peter Jackson. Right. Like you Peter know? Jackson. Like or, you start out with like Dead Alive and exactly. stuff like that. Or like David Finch or Fincher. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, he started out doing music videos. Right. And then like, you know, even his first couple movies are kinda subtle. But now, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now they're pretty epic. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. Yeah, you start out start with the bones and work your way out. Exactly. Yeah, I know. This uh, the director E.L. Katz. Uh, this is, I think, his only major movie he's directed. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, he's directed, I think, a short here and there, and you know, kind of written and produced some stuff. But I would definitely be interested in checking out his other stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there like any like bonus short films on the DVD? Uh, you know? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool though. Very pretty, cool. Very yeah, cool movie. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Yeah, dark, dark comedy. Yeah, for sure. Very much so. You want to take a break? Sure. Yeah. I need a need a glass of water. Alright.
Hey, and welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Well, good evening to you. Good evening to you. <laughs> it's like a beautiful uh, rainy night here in yeah. Dayton, Ohio. Yes, it is. Uh, got cold today. Yeah. It's been in the 60s for the most part the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. It's been a very warm Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, very soggy Christmas. Very soggy Christmas, too. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I drove to uh, Indianapolis with my family to uh, visit my brother and uh, it rained pretty much the entire way there and uh, traffic was pretty heavy too and then uh, I came home last night and uh, it was raining for the most part as well the entire time and then about halfway between uh, Indianapolis and Richmond I started noticing more and more Cops pulling people over. Mm -hmm. And uh, once I got just outside of Richmond, uh, it was like uh, the fog. Like and the film? Like the film, yeah. There was like a ghost pirate ship that oh, uh, yeah, came through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoiler. From the Richmond uh, Ocean. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it got like super foggy to the point where like I could barely see in front of me. I know. I was scared because, uh, like we were supposed to do drawing night, uh, last night and you texted me, you're like, the road's so foggy. I can barely see in front of me. And I was like, dear Lord, quit texting me. <laughs> I was doing voice to text. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh. My phone doesn't do that. No, no, it doesn't. So did it, did you ever notice like your phone, like miss, misreading what you're saying oh all the time oh yeah 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 i mean i don't have a great voice anyway it's very nasally and, and uh midwestern and uh yeah sometimes it just does not understand me right as, everything as, seemed clear in the text that i got yeah uh i made sure to speak slowly mm -hmm. and clearly and enunciate oh. as much as i possibly could <laughs> which uh so basically i can't talking to it like I'm having an actual conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As many listeners of Gutter Trash could probably say and agree with. Right. Well, you know, you get what you pay for. Yep. <laughs> Send us some money and we'll enunciate shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got pretty treasures out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I made it home. I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah. So I know we kind of talked a little bit about uh, how our Christmases were, mm -hmm. but uh, did you get anything cool? I, I got a an alien lunchbox, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. It's like the, the, the 1979 film, which is my favorite film on the planet Earth. Right. Um, is it from that actual time period, or is it something? No, okay. no, it's like, I think it's just from last year. So yeah, okay. It's like a diamond select, but it has that cool thing where they kind of make the the borders look like they've been scratched up. Oh, okay. Like, so at first, I actually was like, oh, is, is this old? Um, but yeah, so that was cool, and got some new uh, shoes. Yeah. So yeah, and a pretty sweet Amanda Connor uh, collection of DC comics. So. That's cool. Pretty great Christmas. It's a very nice Christmas. Mm -hmm. 
and and some great food too, of course. Sure. Lots of cookies and whatnot. And so, homemade spaghetti. Homemade spaghetti. Yeah. I, I made the spaghetti. Right. <laughs> how, how about you? Did you get some swag? Oh, yeah. oh, I got a Power Man drawing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a pretty sweet Power Man drawing too. That's awesome. And original art. Original art is always good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I uh, well, uh, listened to the Christmas episode, and uh, you can find out what I got from from Mister Jason Young. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I uh, I got a, a winter coat, which uh, I haven't actually had a winter coat in a couple of years. Oh yeah. And of course, so the year that I get one, it's been like 65 <laughs> every day since uh, winter started. Hey, that just means you, you, you can use it all next year. Sure. Uh, and I, I also got a new pair of shoes. Sweet. And uh, I got some pants that finally fit me. Nice. Yeah. It's nice to have comfy pants. It is. Uh, As you can I, see by mine. Sure. I have my rock and roll pants on right now. I bet they're comfy. They are very comfy. See? Yeah, there's holes yeah. all over them. Right. But they're very comfy. Uh, but no, yeah, I wound up. Uh, I lost a lot of weight over the last couple of years, and so none of my pants have fit me. And uh, last year, my ex bought me a pair of pants that were closer to my size. Mm-hmm. And uh, in in the ensuing months uh, since she got them, they actually have grown too big for me as well. So I, I needed yet more pants that mm-hmm. were closer to fitting me. Okay, months. Well, Sounds perfect. Yeah. Hey, I got some money and some gift cards and money. stuff like that. Yeah. Money's cool. Did yeah. you have to, like, eat a dog? I did not like, have to shit eat on a dog the floor. Shit on the floor. No. I just did those on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just natural yeah. Christmas traditions. Nobody, nobody pays you to, nope. to make snow angels <clears throat> or shit on the floor. Exactly. It's just what you do at Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, and then I watched uh, a couple of movies on Christmas Day. Uh, mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Die Hard. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, no traditional Christmas movies. <laughs> right? Uh, so no Die Hard, no Christmas, or Gremlins, and no Silent Night, Deadly Night. Right. Uh, uh, I watched uh, Ant-Man, which uh, I had already seen in the theater, but... Uh, my mom wanted to watch it, and so I was like, yeah, I like that movie. I'll watch it again. And uh, we saw the new Mission Impossible, cool. uh, which which was very good. Action-packed, I'm sure. Very action-packed. Tom Cruise riding on the, the side of an airplane. As one does yep. when you're Tom Cruise. <laughs> as, uh, as one does when L. Ron Hubbard instructs you to. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard's no longer living, right? No, okay. no, he is not. Yeah. I didn't know, because, I mean, like, he was writing in the 70s, right? Yeah. I think he died in the 80s. Yeah, okay. Uh, at least that's when I used to see all the Dianetics commercials. Yeah. Yeah, my brother had a bunch of his books when we were kids. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had... I mean, it was like his sci-fi stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. Like, he, for, oh. for all accounts, I've heard that he was just a terrible writer as well. Oh, really? Yeah. My brother read everything. Like, okay. He, I'm sure he read, like... Like no less than a thousand sci-fi novels when I was a teenager, like he was always reading. Uh, but yeah, Elron Hubbard, wow, amazing. Yep, it makes me want to start a cult. Yeah, you should. I really wish I could. Wait, well, you're gonna have to like change your name to like 
E something something. You know, right, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't know what the L stands for. What's your middle name? Alan. Alan. So you could be E. Alan Chunboy. Sure. That yeah. sounds much more cultish. Yeah, yeah. I would funnel all my life savings <laughs> into your pocket. Sweet. Just because of your name. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to come up with like some weird story about your followers, like how they will ascend and all that stuff. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, I haven't thought this out yet. Yeah, but you're just yeah. in the planning stage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then with all your money you can you can, you know, do something like like Kickner's character in this movie we right? just watched and entertain yourself. <laughs> exactly. See? I bet Elron Hubbard probably did something like this. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure this is what Scientology is for. <laughs> right. You know? He's like, really? You? Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we'll do that for this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times. Good, good Christmas. Times indeed. Good Christmas. Yeah. An okay Christmas. We've been busy at work. Like, yeah. Like, surprisingly uh, nice traffic flow and money being spent. Little coins in our pockets. Yeah. You getting a Christmas bonus for all that? Yeah. Oh. Yes, huh? Really? Yeah. Really? I haven't got it yet. But, okay. But yeah. But still, really? Supposedly. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It must be nice. Yeah. No Christmas bonus. Yeah. I guess basically I I didn't get Christmas fired, so I guess hey. that's my Christmas that's bonus. Something. That's the gingerbread man of bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, you know. I might not get anything either. Well, yeah. Promises of, of bonuses are sure. not, not the same as bonuses. It's true. <laughs> that is also true. But at least you got a promise of something. Mm-hmm. I just got, uh, hey, thanks for showing up like you're supposed to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Good <laughs> on you. Have a, have a cookie. <laughs> so it's just one. So have you seen the new Star Wars yet? I have not. Yeah. I will not. Not, not ever? Nope. You would like, you would refuse if I... Picked it as my movie. Maybe. <laughs> You'd veto it? Maybe. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'd wish to veto on it, but I right. definitely have zero desire to see it. I've heard a lot of good things. I, but, I haven't seen but, it yet either. Right. But yeah, like, uh, I would actually, I was about to say that, you know, you, you have, have missed some opportunities to see it. Too. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and looks like, your next one is kind of it's up disappearing in the air. too. Yeah, it's yeah. up in the air right now. That uh, honestly, <laughs> if you picked it for a movie pick, and like it was your only chance to see it, <laughs> like I, I feel so bad for you being a Star Wars fan that I would maybe go to the movie theater wow. to watch it. That's pretty... just just to make sure that you got to see it. That's pretty great. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm sure I'll see it sometime this week, but it's weird that I haven't seen it yet, but it's just forces have kind of aligned where like everyone I know is sick and I'm like, kind of like hanging out with them when I can. And, right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just like work <laughs> schedule. And like the one day I thought I was going to see it, I got called in early and the, would just miss it like i there's no way i would have seen the show in that i wanted right planned on seeing made it to work on time just it's it's just been kind of not lining up but um, now uh didn't one of your chances to see it you got called into work early mm-hmm. because your manager wanted to go see it no he he 
Actually, that was it was funny because there was a day that I got called in early um so he could go see it and I hadn't planned on seeing it that day. Uh-huh. But then the day that I was going to go see it, he called me in early as well. Um and he I mean, he was still there. He's he stayed there. Okay. But um <laughs> it was funny cuz Joe actually came to Mavericks that day and I think I think he was like kind of making sure that cuz me and Joe were going to go see it. Right. And uh I went to, I uh, I told him I was like, yeah, Chris called me in early, so I'm not gonna be able to go. And he's like, if he's going to see it again, <laughs> and that's why he called you in early. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. And he stopped by Mavericks, and uh, me and Chris were both working, so he didn't really say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, it just hasn't hasn't worked out yet. Yeah. I'll well, see it. I don't know why Joe wanted to see. It. He's already seen it twice. Has he really? Yeah. Okay. I thought he had seen it once, but. No, yeah, he went opening night and then the next day. Oh, well, I hear it's a good movie. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> don't know for sure. Please no spoilers in the comments section, people. <laughs> I've, I've got a couple of spoilers already just working in Mavericks, but um, I really don't want it spoiled in the gutter trash comments. That would be bad. So um, I guess I won't put any comments about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because since I don't care about the movie, I know some of the spoilers already. Oh, yeah. Because why? Why yeah. bother? Yeah, yeah. We even have a sign up on the door that says "No Spoilers," and two different people have read that sign and mentioned that it was a good idea. Uh-huh. And then when I and then spoil it. something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like not like you know the entire plot or anything, but like right. they were just like, yeah, it's like you know you don't want to know this, and like they'd say something. And you're like, are you serious? Like, did you just do that? <laughs> you're like a character in a terrible comedy right now, right? Or you know what I would call them? Just assholes. I I think I mean like I can't I honestly can't be mad because I feel like they're just so excited and they're so socially awkward that they they don't know what they're doing because right. this is like the one place they go where there's other nerds and like I like it, it sucks and I wish they wouldn't but I I'm I'm not mad at them I'm just I, like I know they're just they're just excited you know right. but I don't know I just want to see it before the whole thing is ruined for them. understandable. Uh, you know, uh, at least, you know, as far as I know, you haven't had, uh, the, the terrible luck that you did with Phantom Menace. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, ultimately, like, you know, it wasn't a good movie, but. I didn't know that at the time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and to have basically the ending spoiled. Right. Like a, you know, like, <laughs> like it was a, it was the death of Darth Maul spoiler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. On opening day while I was working. Right, yeah. Obviously, I hadn't seen it. But... To a person that you told that you hadn't seen he, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just told him that I hadn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he proceeds to be like, oh, yeah, that's too bad. I can't believe they killed Darth Maul already, though. And, like, it was just like that. It wasn't like there was other words between those two lines. Right, yeah. It was like, he was like, yeah, that's too bad. And then, like, I was like, that's so weird. I know I've told this story in here before, oh, so yeah. pardon me if you've already heard it. But yeah, fuck you. You get it, what you pay for. It, <laughs> and it applies. It's applicable to exactly. uh, my current situation. But, but yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Though. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you get your chance. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe this week. Yeah. Well, like I said, I would, I would take that bullet for you. If, wow. If it yeah. had to come down, you to take that. a force bullet. Yep. <laughs> You have midichlorians. Yeah, as I say, you have really nice midichlorians. <laughs> uh. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, uh, but it's not my turn to pick a movie. No. It's my turn to pick a comic? Yes, it is. Should I, should I pick a comic? You should. Okay. Well, I actually started reading uh, the graphic novel that I was going to pick yesterday. And I got 40 pages in, and it was so awful, I just stopped. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm not going to pick this. All right. Can you tell me what that one was? Yeah, it's sitting right here. <laughs> grab it. Since we're in my home. Sure. Uh, and I feel bad. At least at least my buddy doesn't listen to the show, but this was bought for me uh, by a friend of mine. It's it's uh, Dante's Divine Comedy, including, you know, the Inferno, the Purgatory, and the Paradise. Sure. Uh, as adapted by Seymour Chwast. C-H-W-A-S-T. Okay. Apparently he is a award-winning like graphic designer, like Craig Yo and Chip Kid and all these people are like singing his praise on the back. Um, yeah, it's it, it was like I, I feel kind of like Brad Pitt's character from Seven, okay, like, fucking Dante. Um, but <laughs> I, I yeah I was like okay I've never really read um, the Inferno right I, I've tried once and yeah. it was so like just. It was yeah. a little too flowery for me. I just couldn't get into it. And I was like, maybe this will be... I mean, you know, it's it's like real simple, cartoonish, yeah. um, basic. And I was like, I flipped through it and I was like, this looks awesome. Right. Like, this looks right at my alley. But I got like 40 pages in and it was just like hurting my head. It was so bad. Um, and I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to donate this to Mavericks. It's, going, right. it's going on our shelf. So um, anyone that wants to check it out, stop at Mavericks and check it out. And I feel bad because like I said, my friend bought it for me and... He doesn't know, like, he's not a real big comics reader, right. but he found this comic I'd never heard of, and he was like, yeah, I thought you might like this. And I was like, oh, it's really nice. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm I mean, not... It does, I mean, yeah, looking at it, it's like, yeah, I would totally see this being your type of thing. Yeah, it looks like, you know, it's like black and white, it's real cartoony, real simple line, yeah. And, and yeah, it, it looks like something I would love, but nope. <laughs> so I almost picked that. I'm glad I didn't pick it before I'd started reading it. But, unfortunately, the book I'm picking, I haven't started reading yet, so it might be even worse. Um, well, that's the risk we have to take. <laughs> that's true. But uh, it's but it is pretty small, and I'm sure I'll finish it tonight, probably, before I go to bed. Um, but it's a graphic novel called Pale Fire. Uh, I've never even heard of that. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's um, written by someone named M.K. Reed. Okay. I don't know if that's a male or female person, so I'm just saying it's a person. Sure. I'm guessing it's a person. Yeah. Uh, MK Nope. And drawn by Farrell Del Rimple. Well, I know that name. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, um, I, uh, I've, I've had it for a few months. It came out, uh, I think, earlier this year, and I got it at Mavericks, and I uh, just haven't read it yet. So. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't veto anything I haven't heard of, and I do enjoy some Farrell Del Rimple. Yeah. Right? So, okay. Cool. And you're welcome to borrow this Divine Comedy and I check it out. kind of want to. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Like, I kind of do, because I, I actually have read uh, The Inferno. Yeah. Uh, you know, it might be one of those things that that is much better if you are familiar and if, if you read the poetry and you like it. Right. Um, because it's like, oh, it's a cartoon ad- adaptation. Because it it's not, like, it. my problem with it is it, it wasn't real linear and it wasn't, like, I mean, it wasn't about um, the other work, so it wasn't like, yeah, and, and you know, Dante talks about this. It was like it's supposed to be just an adaptation, right? But it's written in such a way that 
I don't know. Maybe maybe the other one would be as hard for me to read, but um, I mean, it's not an easy thing to get through. Yeah, but I mean, it was just so uninteresting to me. Every every page just seemed like it was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm referencing this thing that you've read, right? And like, okay. you get it because you you've read that other thing. Gotcha. Like that's what I got from this, and it was just like hurting my head. And I okay. was like, right. I was like, uh, I, I'm gonna power through this. I was like, it's only like 100 pages, but 40 pages in, I was like, nope, I'm done. Right. Well, I can't say that the the version that I read had much better illustrations, right? <laughs> <laughs> who who was the illustrator? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was like the old engravings and uh, it was pen and ink, but it was it was like you know that very you know fine lined, high detail. Yeah. You know everything is hatched and cross hatched, and oh, yeah. just you know, just you know like like Bernie Wrightson on steroids type right. of you know artwork, you know. <laughs> And I mean, and I like some artsy stuff, and I I can read some flowery stuff. I've read some old, you know, some old works of literature, and I enjoyed them. But man, I mean, I like I, I read Vanity Fair, and I like that, and right. you know, some some other I don't know some other stuff. But I just could not get into this at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you don't mind, I would at least like to try to flip through it. Sure, yeah, you know, before you take it to the store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be there forever because this is the kind of thing that just sits no on one will buy yeah, yeah, yeah. At, not, not at our store at least, right maybe. exactly unless you know unless it has a star wars logo or a harley quinn or something <laughs> you know right now it's not selling so. right deadpool yeah deadpool there's a snake on the cover maybe i could put deadpool's mask on that snake sure and instantly sell it you can uh yeah there's a, a snake on the cover and there's two guys you can uh Put Deadpool's mask on the snake and then turn one of those into Harley Quinn and the other into Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I swear I was, like, interested because, you know, it's, it's it, you know, one of those guys is Dante and the other one is a poet that he admired named Virgil. And, right. And also in the poem, you know, the ghost of his, his former lover Beatrice is with him. So, like, like it's not like I'm just like, I don't even want to try it. Like, I really was trying. Right. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, it's going to be... A version of this story I can get into, and I, th- I think I was just so disappointed that I couldn't get into it. Right. So, but yeah. thanks, Dusty. Thanks for buying it for me. <laughs> that was nice. It was the thought that counts. Exactly. So, yeah. So, pale fire, pale fire, pale fire. Yeah. One word, two words. I think it's one word. Uh, yeah. M. K. Reed and Frail Dalrymple. Mm-hmm. All right. Sweet. Sort of looking forward to. It. <laughs> right, me too. I mean, as, as much as I can yeah. for, for something I don't know about. Right, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I'm the same way. It might, it might not be great. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll find out together. Exactly. When, when we'll, we'll be like Virgil and Dante. Yeah, exactly. In the seventh ring of hell, and we'll also be like Eric and Jason when we decide that <laughs> uh, it's so bad we don't even finish reading it. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll read the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> I think I think we can get through this one. All right. All right then. Well, thanks for bringing over the movie. Not a problem. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll have a savage return to the studio soon. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, don't so much mind this as, as long as our our guest uh... Edna is sleeping right next to me. She's been. If you listen to the Christmas episode in this one, she's in the same spot. Yep. Uh, just somehow is much more tired, even though it's earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's had a long day, I guess. I guess. And you, you walk her a lot today? Uh, a couple times. I mean, it was raining, so yeah. just a couple quick walks around the block. But 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe those quick walks were too brisk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Well, until uh, next time. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.